Oh. Hi, welcome everybody to um, Creating an Impactful Legacy. It's a little podcast conversation show and I'm speaking with George and Vanessa Nam and um, they are uh, have this great program for couples and I really want to hear more about what they do and how they came to be. So Vanessa and George, would you like to introduce yourself? Thanks so much, Mary Lynn. Um, my name is Vanessa Nam, and I've been married to my husband for third, I'm sorry, 29 years. We've been <laughs> together 31 years. Yeah. 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 20 years. Um, and then this is my husband, Dr. George Nam. Dr. George Nam. I uh, have uh, been a physician for 31 years, not currently in practice, devoting full time to this marriage uh, coaching practice that we have. Um, and we're just really ecstatic to be here with you today, Mary Lynn. Okay, great. So tell me a little bit how you got started into marriage counseling. Was it just through your own experience or were you doing that before? Actually, what we do is marriage coaching. So there's, okay. a, there's a difference between counseling okay and we're marriage coaches okay and we got started many many years ago um going through marriage preparation for our church mm -hmm. just learning tips and tools and then later we went into the volunteer realm of it and worked for many years on a volunteer basis and then mm -hmm. decided that we have our little tweak to our business that is different like right. a lot uh, the sex aspect was missing in that, in the volunteer realm. And we thought it was very, very important that we add that piece. Right. So we kind of take, take, taken this program, made it our own, added, you know, what's worked and tips and tricks of the trade. And that is how we've come to be. Um, from my perspective, uh, Mar I've been a marriage advocate since, I was old enough to really know what marriage was about. Mm -hmm. um, I was raised in a very dysfunctional physician marriage, mm -hmm. um, lived around some dysfunctional physician marriages, lots of infidelity, lots of um, disrespect, mm -hmm. lots of um, uh, verbal, emotional abuse. Mm -hmm. I always knew what I wanted to do with my life was a, a physician, but I was, uh, you know, I had dedicated myself that what I went through didn't have to be that way. Um, mm -hmm. There was a way to do this differently. And when I had a chance to make a difference to show people how that it could be done differently, I started to do that. Initially, it was in conjunction with my practice. Um, we would do weekends like uh, as I kind of got into, but I also did it um, in in the context of my practice with patients that would come in. And um, to me, it, there was hardly anything that I could think of that to make a difference, a positive one in a married couple's lives, uh, especially if they were having significant problems. And unfortunately, there are a lot that have significant problems. And I just really wanted to do something about that. And Vanessa was like-minded. She comes from a, a prior marriage mm -hmm. and um, 
we just have a lot of experience that um, we, you know, we're, we're just dedicated to helping people uh, not only uh, help with problems, but to make marriages that already are good better. Right. <clears throat> right. So leading into that, um, making marriages better. So who do you prefer to work with? People that want to get, make their marriage better or people that are just starting out? What's your, what's your because we're coaching, we'll take anyone that is interested in making their relationship better and working okay. through our program, which is 90 days from clear uh, from clarity to connection. Mm -hmm. um, but specifically, it's working with folks that may be having communication problems, that are having problems with work-life balance, that yeah. um, are just really struggling, and they. They love each other, but they need something more. They need some tools. They need to see um, healthy relationships and the modeling of healthy relationships. The divorce rate in the US is so high that lots of folks are never around. Uh, yeah. They're not able to watch modeling of healthy mm -hmm. relationships. So that is part of our experiential program is to teach them how a normal functioning relationship looks and how it feels. Mm -hmm. Marriage is like, uh, the way I look at it, it's, some, it's something that you have to work at constantly. You can't just pick it up and say, oh, I've got some time now, I'm gonna go ahead and do this. Uh, because <laughs> some, people are, some people are satisfied with where they are and they really don't think that that there's anything more that it can't get better and we are testimony to that's just a fact that's not true mm -hmm. right. that there is a lot more that you think that you can do out mm -hmm. there there's a tremendous amount and it's mm -hmm. just putting time yeah. yeah yeah i think uh, so often you know you get married and you think oh this is going to be wonderful it's going to be blah 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 and then you know like three months in and it's like uh, <laughs> okay, what part of it is mine and what part of it is yours? Exactly. We want to tap, why did you get married? What attracted to you to each other? What, and that's why our, the name of our business is Best Friends again, because when yep. you look at couples getting ready for marriage, they are so close to each other, they are best friends. Mm -hmm. And then life happens, and then they just start down this road of drifting apart. Right. And wake up one day and realize there's this huge gap between them. And we're we're here to say, okay, what was it like in the beginning? And let's get you back on that road to get you where you were. Right. Right. And do you find that people want to go back there to where they were or do they want to do start where they are and work forward from there? What do you think? What's your take on that? I think, um, like Vanessa said, um, it's, it's always been our um, mantra that when you get married, you have to be each other's best friend. I don't, okay. I don't like hearing, oh, yeah, I have a best friend. Um, yeah, we've known each other for 30 or 40 years. We go to ball games. We go out to dinner, but that person's not their spouse. Yeah, you know? and, and so if, if you're not friends first, 
-hmm. if you're best friends first, it just makes that, especially when your attraction is physical initially, which for most of us it it is, but that's not a long-term solution to a good marriage. So Mm -hmm. you have to have that friendship there. And a lot of couples, they're not each other's best friends. (laughs) It's It's a vehicle to, okay, I have somebody and, um, somebody I can maybe have children with and uh, somebody who's possibly uh, the kind of a provider that I want, but they're not each other's best friends. And and that's where it starts right there. So if we have to go back and say, okay, are you each other's best friends? Well, no, (laughs) we have to find that as the why they're not. Yeah. So will it work, do you think, if they're not best friends, or is this just a long, a lot of work? I would assume there'd be a lot of work left to do. Research in the marriage industry has proven that the best relationships are ones where they are each other's best friends. Mm-hmm. They're very good friends. Um, and, you know, we find out, do you, do you want to become best friends again? Or, you know, what are your goals? And that's what we really look at. We look at what do you want from your relationship? What's the goal for your relationship? And mm-hmm. and then move them from there to, you know, where they want to be. Mm-hmm. 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 So what has been some of the greatest challenges you've been faced with and how to overcome a lot of them? Well, <laughs> Kind of tough in our business and we work with physicians just because we're you know we're in a physician marriage so we can speak to that and especially with covid there are lots of docs out there that are exhausted yeah. you know, they work every day they're faced with life and death situations they come home and they're tapped out energy wise and lots of marriages are struggling because of that so it's really working with them to find out, okay, what is, start with, out with some meat. Like, for example, a couple, um, you know, he comes home at the end of the day, goes right in front of the television, doesn't help me with the kids. I'm working all day too. You know, what do we do? And it's a matter of talking and then seeing each person as really a person, a human mm-hmm. being. They have feelings, they have thoughts, and just really tapping into the empathy. Um, like, you know, I feel really lonely when when I'm not with you all day when you're working, and you come home, and I can't wait to be with you, but then you get lost in front of the TV, and you don't speak to me. Mm-hmm. And in, in explaining that to the spouse, um, you know, there's hopefully some empathy there where he he would under he or she would understand. Yeah, okay. Let's let's talk about this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Who she's talking about there? <laughs> she she didn't. It's us. Okay, that was, that was something that we dealt with early on. Yeah. You know, I would come home full day at the office, probably up during the night talking to the hospital or the ER. Definitely and, up during the night. So I would. <laughs> Uh, and the, the first thing that I wanted to do was just 
go to my easy chair, turn on the TV, and zone out. Well, <laughs> I'll, here's Vanessa, who not only was running the house and everything that that entails, but she was also managing my practice. So she was doing all that, and I was doing, you know, being having to do with medicine. And so I just wanted to be veg out. And she got sick of it after a while, and uh, and rightfully so. You know, it was like, okay, we both decided to have these kids. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it by myself. <laughs> and I, do, you know, I do this and I do that. And I started to think back, you know, with, with my dad. The thing with my dad was he was a doctor. My mom didn't work, uh, according to him. She, you know, she took care of the house, five kids that she yeah. took all their needs, and he really never gave credibility as that being something as important as what he did. Right. So when he was telling me this, I'm like, geez, I'm doing something I thought I said that I would never do. And that's <laughs> like, I'm not meaning to not be appreciative, but my actions certainly are showing that I'm not appreciative. Right. So through communication, it's we figured it out that you know i would come home she would give me an hour and then we would we would have dinner we would get the kids uh bathed and i would take them up uh you know do story time before bed come down and then she would talk to me about her day and what we you know what we needed to talk about i've always tried and she'll catch me when I'm not, rightfully so. But <laughs> say, um, that what she does and has done throughout our married life has been equally, if not more, important than what I do. And I've never, coming home from work, expected a meal. Yeah. I'm, you do your thing, I do my thing. They're equally important. So if I get a meal, I really appreciate that. If I don't, there's always cereal in the cupboard or a sandwich <laughs> in the fridge, and I'm good with that. Or takeout. Or takeout. Because she should <laughs> to do that because she works as hard as I do. Right. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting that you were able to work that out. And um, now it seems to be now that you've gone along on your marriage that you've failed to work out a lot of issues. So um, any other situations that you would say that you've been able to coach clients through um, that has really made a difference to their lives? Yeah, I, I would say, um, and this, this isn't, isn't just with doctors, but it's yeah. with other couples that we've worked with that um, it, it's the not being able, uh, whoever the spouse is, is working, not being able to turn that off. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an issue at work, and now with COVID, you know, your responsibilities, no matter what you do, really, not just yeah. medicine, but other, they can change from day to day to day. Right. You're given more administrative work to do, you're, yeah. um, you have more hours that you have to spend, and, and, and so you come home, and, to, and we just heard this from a client yesterday, I, I just don't know how to turn it off. I just don't know how to turn it off. And mm -hmm. that balance between work um, and life. And 
that's kind of what starts everything downhill. Then uh, the one spouse says, okay, well, if you're not attentive to my needs, I don't want to have sex with you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa can speak to this a lot more than me, but, you know, it's uh, when it's good, it's like 10% of your relationship, but when it's bad or it's not happening, well, what is it? 75 or 80 percent of the problem relationship but usually it starts with that one thing mm-hmm. uh, and then and everything just kind of comes apart so what we do go what we do um is we start out with where they're communicating and where they perceive their issue to be the thing with coaching is most of these couples know what their issues are. Right. Uh, and so what we do is um, we facilitate the conversation. We give them these tools of how to get to the goals that they want. Um, and we're, we're there to help them with questions that they had and guide them through this process. But I would say first and foremost, is getting them to communicate. And if they're not, okay, why did this communication breakdown happen? And then move move from there. <laughs> the first um, part of our program, we're dealing with clarity, which is what you really want. And we have, you know, um, we kind of really dig down deep and find out what they want as an individual, what they want as a couple. And then in the middle of our program, we work with challenges and how the challenges can be overcome. And then the third part of our program is working with the connection. And of course, the connection is, is um, you know, sexually as well. So we're really, we really feel like we're offering a program where we're really tapping each part of a marital relationship. Right, right. Yeah. As you're talking, I'm I'm kind of thinking of, you know, like uh, life changes, especially during COVID, right? You know, like I'm not married or anything. I'm single, but, you know, it's like life changes and you have to stop and think, okay, what do I do next? Right. And so it's so easy to say, um, knock off the other person and <laughs> just say, you know, I got to look after me, not you now, you know, because this is happening. Or if uh, I've heard that some people have two full-time jobs at home and I'm going, oh my God, how do you do that? I can't even do one. But in, anyway, but it's, I, I can imagine that there is a lot of stuff that comes up. And then of course our personality changes, not so much a personality, I guess, but just the way we operate changes, you know. The aging process is hard on a couple and it's hard on our sexuality as well. You know, there are different stages that we go through and you know, women with menopause and, and okay, for example, now we've, we've, sexually been used to in a certain way and then our body starts changing and it's like oh my gosh what do we do now and uh, and i think ours is about educating them about what does happen with the body and how you can help those situations out like mm-hmm. uh, a, um a man will say for a client would say male um well, don't you find me attractive anymore? Or 
um, we used to do this, or this yeah. used to be part of our sex lives. It now all of a sudden, you don't want it to be part of our sex lives. Is am I doing something wrong? Um, yeah. it, is there something that I have done that has upset you? Mm-hmm. And so, like when I said, it's a matter of, and especially me as a physician, being able to educate couples about what happens that they can do nothing about really yeah. as they don't. I mean, there are some things, but yeah. it's kind of like that. That's it is what it is. Yeah. And so you adapt to it is what it is. Right. Because if you don't do that, then it's like, you know, uh, accusations of infidelity. And I, I, I'll give you a short story. When I was in practice, I had a, um, a, a couple and the gentleman was overweight and he had to take a um, blood pressure medicine. Well, mm-hmm. blood pressure medicines, especially back at that time, had a lot of sexual side effects. And yeah. so it curbed his sex drive and his wife, you know, demanded he come in here and <laughs> and she was screaming, he's he's stepping out on me. He's with this person and that person. And I had to sit there and say, no, he really does find you attractive, but this medication is not letting him perform like he wants to perform. And sometimes as simple as an explanation as that can uh, really stop a train that's going full steam mm-hmm. down down in the wrong way. Right, mm-hmm. down the hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I, I guess, you know, that's the other thing, you know, too, that people need to be more aware about what medications they're taking and understand the side effects of them and things like that. Because like you were saying, so many of these things, you know, people just don't think about, oh, well, you know, I don't know. And I says, well, don't you read the instructions <laughs> or the side effects? Uh, don't you ask questions in the doctor's office, you know, or something like that, right? And I think that so often is missed. And so there you go, you have another issue on the sideline, right? on top of the in communication issues that's going on with um, between the two people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, who you like to work with. And do you like to work with other physicians the best or is there, or is it, is just any couple that has issues? Um, We, we um, specialize in physician marriages because, um, you know, uh, Vanessa and I have been in a physician marriage, been together 31, we'll be married 30 in, um, uh, at the end of November. So we have the most uh, experience and expertise, but when we were doing this before um, on a volunteer basis, we work with all couples and our program is adaptable right. to all couples, not just, um, not just physicians. I mean, a lot of the same uh, type of, um, uh concepts that we bring up are adaptable to general marriages but because i'm a physician and she's lived with me for as long as she's had and put up with me for all these years <laughs> we, you know we feel like we have that ability to talk to couples mm-hmm. who are dealing with these unique issues that you don't 
always find in a in a in a marriage of two people that aren't a healthcare professional. Uh, right. So, so that that's primarily uh, who we who our clients are. Yeah. And what they get from us is they get some they get someone that understands them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're able to tell us how they're feeling, and we can immediately connect with them. And right. the connection just really makes them feel so much better about wow. Somebody finally understands me. Somebody finally understands what I'm talking about. Right. And it's building that connection, building the attunement, building the empathy. And then it, it's just like magic. The walls start coming down. And then, you know, we're able to facilitate the conversation. And, and that's where, mm-hmm. you know, ongoing process where we're modeling our behavior with them and learning and they're picking insights up from us that they never would have figured out on their own just because right. you know, we only know what we know right yeah and so therefore um it, it's just a really really neat way to um teach folks how to reconnect with each other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah as you're talking to i'm thinking you know um because you have the empathetic and yeah. understanding of physicians um, it's sort of like, like attracts like, right? So mm-hmm. it'd be, you know, I could see you guys working really well with a lot of um, doctors and nurses or people in the health profession because their situation is probably not any different than anybody else's, but they have somebody actually that can understand them from uh, their field and their expertise and the, you know, stuff that comes up that, that only you guys would understand. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, docs, docs are trained to be, they're trained to be stoic. They're, they're, they're exposed to a lot of life and death situations and yeah. it, it just hardens. It, it, it does. It hardens you because it's very, it's very difficult as a human being to go through that. And when yeah. you see that day in and day out, you develop this harder exterior and and we want to get in there and soften that up so that the wife can, you know, in developing that harshness, we don't want that to be rubbing off on the wife. So therefore, and or well, husband. Yeah, because or I husband. mean, exactly. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Or husband. Um, and so we get in there and just work with them and, and show them how. You really need to open up to your wife, your spouse, husband, and and tell them how you're feeling. Explain your work situation because you know when somebody really gets you and understands you, don't you feel a whole lot better? Mm-hmm. 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 It's like back here at the beginning of the conversation. We want people to be really their best friends. Right. Yeah. And if you're yeah. your best friends or whatever you want to say, good friends, best friends, then you're not likely to, you know, uh, I'm going to use the word abuse, but that's probably the wrong word is you're not likely to be in conflict with the other person. Or uh, suffer in silence. Yeah. Because that's what happens a lot of times too. rather than talking about it, then there's silence. Right. And, and in medical training there's um the we're not taught the ability to detach right it's like okay 
I'm I'm hitting I'm sitting here I'm listening I'm 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 giving my all or hopefully I'm giving my all to the patient who's sitting here in front of me and I'm and I'm listening and I'm uh, trying to be uh, empathetic. Well, sometimes at the end of the day, your empathometer is uh, has <laughs> is, is health. Yeah. And when you go home, the person that you're supposed to be equally empathic to, yeah. You it all to them at work and they're not getting any of it. And <laughs> to understand that no, you can't do that. That's how you end up alone. And <laughs> it, 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 uh, it's just so hard. And, and, the, and in these times that yeah. we're living right now, just it's just so much more difficult. It seems yeah, like. yeah. I, I would say that it's hard, very hard to put um, the, your work stuff and all the other stuff's going on in your life in a box somewhere that you can jump into it later. So in the meantime, you have to jump out of that box into the marriage box and say, you know, okay, what's going on here, you know? And then when that's sort of feeling complete and well, we're done, they can jump back into the work box, you know? <laughs> it's sort of like, it's just an alternate place that you go to, right? Yeah. Um, and they and with kids, I mean, they, I mean, they deserve your time too. I yeah. mean, your, your spouse deserves your time, male or female, but so do your kids. You just yeah. don't have them to say, oh, I got a couple of kids. And then just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, growing up, I saw too many of my friends who, whose parents were doctors that, oh, I saw my dad the other day, or, you know, um, the father will just to, show them what they consider to be love um and buy them a cell phone or buy them a car right and that's how they're showing their love instead yeah. of actually spending time and doing something and paying attention to their lives they're they're letting material things um uh and enter into what they consider to be love and that's just a that's just a recipe for failure mm -hmm. and that's just too, we both have seen it so too many times yeah 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 absolutely so i obviously um you're creating a, an impactful legacy and your coaching programs helping people stay in their marriages and be best friends and be successful so i applaud you for that and um thank you for being on my show and um sharing what you're doing um i find it very interesting and uh i'm sure that other people find it just as interesting as well so um do are you do um by coaching how do you do your coaching by program or do you do events or how do you do that part right now we're doing our program and our program is 90 days from clarity to connection mm -hmm. and um and we do that individually with each couple it, okay got into a group event yet although we have plans of doing that in the future um dr nam is also a best-selling author mm -hmm. so, um you know we work in conjunction with our book and yeah, and, yeah the, the part of the program is you know i wrote the book as a um yeah, as an adjunct to right. to where I, I saw our practice going, and then our program uh, partly was has been developed from the book. Right. Uh, and so, um, so the the book has 
gotten very favorable reviews. I, I, I wrote it in such a way that when people look and they see, oh, geez, this guy's a doctor. This is not going to be easy to understand. <laughs> but I wrote it the same way that I treated patients, and that is that when you get done reading or when you get done with an office visit, you're going to understand what the problem is and you're going to understand what the solutions are and right. uh, and so it's understandable that that way and mm -hmm. we're very proud of of the book and um how well it's done and how it's added to our program right right yeah so you have a great resource tool uh, you know uh, yeah oh great that's fabulous so great um so i'm going to um post your information um on the podcast.hardatworkonline.org. And um, I also be on, I'll send you the links and everything. So everybody can find out about you. And of course, it'll be on social media as well. So um, I look forward to hearing more from you in the future. And um, I wish you much success and brilliance. Well, in your we're, we're very, you know, we're very uh, happy and interested in the work that you do. Mary Lynn, that's that's the whole reason why I contacted you because I, it you you just uh, you make such a great difference and yeah. really wanted to be part of what you do. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. It's always a work in progress. <laughs> oh, that's part of being human, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always in progress, and you just hope that it works it all works it all out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I really enjoyed our conversation and um, I'm sure that a lot of many people will definitely have the benefit of using your services. I appreciate that. Okay, thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Mary Lynn. Take care. You're welcome. And at the end, always be kind to each other because that's all we have. That's okay. right. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.